0: DVS. Catch y'all later.
1: following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of kdvs kdvs sponsors or the university of california welcome to no police radio we are here every other week discussing all things abolition from tuition to the prison industrial complex everything that has to go to make way for a free university Will feature conversations with guest organizers, abolitionist scholars, and people who have taken part in the university's radical history, all with an eye towards how we get free. You're listening to KDBS 90.3 FM. This is Local Bag. And once again, you're listening to No Police Radio. <laughs> All right, you are listening to No Police Radio here on KDBS 90.3 FM. Once again, this is Local Bag, and I'm here in the studio. Who am I with? Roger. Roger. Uh, returning, I feel like, yeah, we're both returning hosts. Um,. Yeah, if you're a avid listener of No Police Radio, if you're not, welcome. Um we welcome. We welcome you. Uh and yeah, so what is coming up this hour, we're going to be talking a little bit about know your rights. Um knowing your rights when it comes to interactions with police administration, any other entities um that embody surveillance and that kind of thing. Um and yeah, we'll also talk about security culture, um, Yeah, and surveillance and all of that stuff and how to keep yourself safe if you are entering spaces that, you know, are occupied by those entities. Uh did I miss anything?
2: That sounds about it.
1: Okay, cool. Um we're yeah, I think I think that's it. Oh yeah, and then obviously we're gonna end with our bad cop, good project segment. Um and yeah, that's basically the whole format of the show. Usually we have a guest This week, we do not have anyone joining us today in the studio. It is just Roger and I, um, but we're going to have a grand old time and we're going to be talking about a lot of things, um, lots of stuff. So really excited for that. We're going to jump into another song and then we'll be right back and start our lovely conversation. That was the first four minutes and 15 seconds of Fables of Favis by Charles Mingus. Uh, and yeah, if you're interested, you can listen to the rest of the song a different time. We don't have that much time here. But shout out to Charles Mingus. What was that other song you liked?
2: Uh, Pork Pie Hat. Hat. Yeah, yeah,
1: Fire. Um, off the same album, actually. Um, Mingus Ah-Um. Mingus, uh, so, Yeah. But like, we're just, I think we're just going to jump right into our content for today. Um, you want to start us off, Roger?
2: Yeah, today is a very special day. It is um, STFU, shut the frick up, Friday, but on a Monday. But on a Monday. So that's why it's a special day. Yeah. Because um, here at No Police be- Radio, we believe silence is golden.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Nicole Kidman. We're putting you out of a job. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the new thing that plays at AMC. But, yeah, so what does shutting the frick up even mean
2: yeah i feel like there's really two parts of this there's uh you know security culture which we'll eventually get into what that means because a lot of people just say that and i'm sure not all the listeners know what Mm -hmm. the definition and then we're going to go into know your rights um because i feel like especially like security culture is sort of how we interact with each other um but know your rights is for these specific instances um when we're interacting with police and admin and how i guess what a lot of this a lot of the conclusions we're going to come to in this episode is that sometimes just not saying anything the best option
1: right my mom always tells me to do that um but yeah so going into know your rights um you know, obviously we're not legal scholars, we're not lawyers, so take this with a grain of salt, and um, I think we, what we're mostly going to do when we talk about Know Your Rights is point you in the direction of people who actually know what they're talking about, um, like do this for a profession, so um, let's see, then, let's see, I don't know, where do you want to start? Do we start off with resources or little notes of...
2: Yeah, so um, a lot of the Know Your Rights stuff that we're going to be talking about, uh, like a good... Uh, source of this is the national lawyers guild uh we have one on at davis at king hall Mm -hmm. um they provide a pretty good resource a resource and uh one of their uh their from their pdf of know your rights uh i like their definition it's a really good definition or like they describe like know your rights and knowing your rights as a tool specifically uh with a goal to like being able to end any any interaction with police as quickly as possible right Because the longer you're talking to a police officer without a lawyer, without Mm -hmm. legal representation, that is bad. You want to end that situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so they have uh, two different um, Know Your Rights booklets. They have one that's just like a general Know Your Rights booklet from 2022. And also um, one for specifically campus protests and campus actions. Um, So, yeah, on campus, I feel like we have it's kind of like a different like scenario because you know we're interacting with campus police before like community like the community police usually um or like a local you know like the local police force you know campus police is usually called first or at the same time but um but yeah so there's different tactics in order to approach those different those different situations um but yeah as roger said you know ending the police action as quickly as possible um is the key takeaway from most of most of the know your rights resources
2: yeah and i think also like you were saying you know there's the one specifically for campus and Mm -hmm. when i was reading through that one it was really interesting because a lot of it was just every campus is different which makes sense because um but i feel like like not a lawyer but some of the things specifically to our campus is you know we have like the core officer program that are police not in uniform who try to be like community members we have aggie host we have admin from the cross-cultural center who don't like who report up to gary may right
1: exactly um but yeah and there's obviously like different different ways to like mm, i think the mm, let's see i think the best thing is to listen to like protest organizers on your campus um whenever they're putting together Whenever they're putting together an action, because obviously they have specific intentions for what that action is to accomplish, um, and yeah, so listening to the organizers. And if you're ever interested in, um, I think at any action, mostly like in community actions, but on some at some campus actions, if you want to look for the National Lawyers Guild representatives, it's pretty easy to find them. They're usually wearing bright neon yellow hats that say National Lawyers Guild on them, um, so pretty identifiable for good reason. Um, and yeah, so what are, do you want to, sh- I think we should share some, um, some of the key, like, know your rights, like, yeah. steps. So, let's see.
2: So, yeah, like, I guess we can start with, like, if an officer just came to you on the street right. and they're, like, you know, they're they're trying to strike a conversation up with you, uh, the best thing to start with is you ask, um, am I being detained or am I free to go?
1: right. And then based on that answer, um, yeah, sometimes they come up to you and just like try to get information from you. Um, And then you know the best thing, you know, if they say yes to the to the question, "Am I being detained?" Then um, you ask like, you know, "Am I under arrest?" And also, "I do not consent to a search," Um, because yeah, common misconception. Like you know, people are like, "Oh, I don't really mind if they search my car." Like it just shows that I'm not guilty. And it's like, well, police are known to plant things. So like. They're known to plan things. It's not illegal for an officer to lie in a lot of places, but in a lot of states it's illegal if you lie to the police. Um, So yeah, and I think, yeah, we'll talk about more about like different police tactics, like different tactics that police use to get information out of you in the future. Um, But yeah, so not consenting to a search. Um, And if the answer is also yes to am I under arrest, you can ask what is the charge? It's your right to know the charge. and then if they respond with a charge, the next one, the next thing to say is I would like to speak with a lawyer. Um, and at that point, shut the frick up, you know, yeah. like that's that's what we do. Um, but yeah, did I did I miss anything?
2: Yeah, um, uh, I guess just adding on like the, the consenting to a search part, it's not just for your card also applies to backpacks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the one exception to that is sometimes if you're under 18, the school is able to search through your backpack, which right. is unfortunate. Right. That, but uh, most of these know your rights things, if you're under 18, they also apply to you. I think the backpack is like one of the only exceptions.
1: Right. Like on a school campus, particularly. Yeah.
2: Too. Your school locker also. Yeah. The police can search your school locker without your consent.
1: Just crazy. Did you have like random searches in your high school?
2: My high school, we just didn't have lockers for a very long period Uh-oh. of time. They were either changing... Yeah, They were cha- we were getting new lockers, so we just didn't have access mm. to lockers.
1: Well, I guess, like, you know, searches in classrooms. Like, did they ever bring, like, the dogs in to, like, sniff?
2: Yeah, there's like, a couple bomb threats.
1: Oh. So nothing... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just, like... I guess I'm just, like, thinking about, like, drug-related things. But, hmm, interesting.
2: Yeah, the legality of, um... Uh, like, this can be another episode, but the whole thing <laughs> with, like, police, like, drug-sniffing canines, it's yeah. really weird because an officer can, like, only, um, I might be wrong, but if I'm correct, an uh, officer can only search your bag under, like, reasonable because mm um which gets weird into because there's been a lot of cases where like you know people have been arguing is a dog sniffing your backpack reasonable cause that right. you have something in it
1: exactly that's so crazy. I remember like the you know like the fear mongering and all of that was like a dog can smell uh, a dog can smell if your backpack has been in the same room as weed in the past <laughs> two weeks and I was like really what if someone put weed in my backpack and that was never true um but anyways back to the more important like know your rights conversation um Let's see, is there anything else? Oh, should we, we're actually gonna be dropping a resource um, coinciding with this episode. Um, so if you go, do you know the Twitter handle or Instagram?
2: I think the Instagram is just UCD cops off campus or no UCD
1: underscore COC, Yeah. but I don't know what the Twitter is.
2: I think it's UCD cops off campus.
1: Okay, anyways. I, I don't have <laughs> twitter <laughs> i live I, under a rock oh that's valid that's valid i should have i should have known that um let's see
2: i know i know not i know to shit, uh shut the frick up and that's it <laughs>
1: nah, that's all that's all we know um oh it's uc davis underscore coc um you can find the link to the stfu pocketbook um or pocket card and it has a really fun little diagram of what to say and how to respond to certain responses and let's see it also gives a bunch of pro tips um like if the cops ask to search anything like even if you're sure it's empty report that you don't consent to any searches ask for a lawyer uh let's see and yeah also that being detained and arrested are two different things so it goes into that a little bit um, and it also has a little place where you can write a lawyer's number. So sometimes if you go to actions, it's always good to um, know like the local like national lawyer skilled number. Um, if you see an NLG member at any of these actions, feel free to approach them and ask for a number to call uh, in case you are arrested. Um, a lot of folks tend to write them on um, on their arms too in Sharpie um, and all of that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, their their Know Your Rights PDF booklet on their website is like 70 pages long. So it's super intensive. Um, it also talks about like, um, just like, you know, overall like protest etiquette too, and like all of that stuff. So like um, like digital security and also like, you know, what to bring and like protesting as a minor, as a disabled person, as a trans person, uh, even as like a person without US citizenship. Um, and yeah, a lot of folks are interested in like the risk that comes with attending actions and like being like an active you know member in like the anti-fascist fight so um i think this is a really good booklet to to check out um again it's on the national lawyers guild website nlg.org
2: Yeah, I especially love it because it's not like really it's it doesn't feel judgmental. It's not like, oh, you might be more at risk. Then why are you doing this? You shouldn't do this. It's oh, you're at risk. Here's how you can keep going.
1: Right. And it also it I don't know. It's really interesting because it's also like, oh, like if you're like um, like deaf or hard of hearing um, and or like nonverbal, like, you know, I don't know some like you know, if you're disabled, like you're you're like a lot more likely to get searched by the police and like Mm -hmm. stopped by the police. So um, it also like acknowledges like those kinds of statistics and um, you know makes that known like in their booklet. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't really have anything else to add on the know your rights. I guess we at can, least on this one, but yeah.
2: I guess we can talk about sort of why it's important because we're not mm-hmm. just mystical floating voices in the void that are saying don't talk to police because. <laughs> Uh, one of the things is, like, police are legally allowed to lie to you. This is right. why you don't want to talk to them. They have many, like, it is their job to get info out of you. I think, yeah. like, the small the small little handout has, um, they have only three goals here. Info to destroy you. They know what this is, and you do not, no matter how, how much of an expert you feel. Uh, secondly, info <laughs> to destroy other people. And to mess with you is the yeah. third one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um yeah like like Roger said it's legal for police officers to lie to you and to trick you into sharing information or to confessing a crime some common lies told by the police include claiming to have non-existent evidence offering a quote-unquote deal man like I watch this is how I know I watch too much law and order like <laughs> I'm just like wait they're like not allowed to do these things um, misstating penalties we'll just saying we'll just go get a search warrant okay bet and then you STF you you know um And then if you don't cooperate you're going to be here for a while this these are such like movie like quotes but like obviously like they you know are actually like depicting of what police can actually do and like tell you um you know in order to get you to share information uh they also say we're not recording any of this and then proceed to record all of this um and also the honestly the piece de resistance we're only trying to help you um and yeah so just to any of those things you can always respond I'm going to remain silent and I want to speak to a lawyer um, they can also ask you like leading questions um, and like all of those all of those fun things you know um, but yeah and I was, honestly like it's I don't know it's, it's really scary I mean can't speak on like what the process of being arrested is like but you know it's a really scary thing and it's really hard to kind of like remember that you're not supposed to talk to the police because like I don't know, like, in any anxiety-inducing situation, all I want to do is run my mouth, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that can be really difficult sometimes. And I don't know. Anything else that you want to add on yeah. why it's important to know your rights?
2: Well, an important thing is that last part are rights. Right. Like, you can say, I am going to remain silent because that's the Fourth Amendment. Fifth Amendment.
1: <laughs> I was like, wait, nope. Because
2: I think Fourth Amendment is searches. Mm-hmm. Um, but which we can also talk about. But like it's your Fifth Amendment. You don't have to. It's the right against self-incrimination. Right. Um, they can't really like cops do bad things. But <laughs> like sometimes I know in uh, Davis uh, Middle School, it was one mm-hmm. of the Davis schools. Uh, the police got in trouble because they were um, interrogating some youths. What? about um like who did graffiti like one of the papers oh the god. school paper wrote a thing about graffiti in which they anonymously talked to someone who did graffiti Oh god
1: yeah
2: um and the police were interrogating these kids oh but they didn't read the kids their miranda rights that's which what? is like you have the right to remain that's silent crazy so it's like one of those things where it's like yeah even though police won't really respect the law um it's one of those things that like if you end up in court like you you're not going to get in trouble for being quiet, but you can get in trouble if you say things.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, even if you have rights, like the police don't often like respect those rights. So like knowing them just gives you like all the more power to assert them um, in situations where you are forced to assert them. So, you know, just, just, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're only trying to help you out, you know, to, you know, I don't know. That was trying to be like funny, but um but, yeah, let's see. Anything else on Know Your Rights? Do we want to take a little break before going into security culture?
2: Um, just one last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this also applies if they come to your house. Um, like, True. you can just say the same thing. Like, essentially, the script that we just said. Great to rehearse. If you have the de- time, just get this little pocket thing. And then just go through it a couple of times. Practice with a friend. Because, like you are saying... These situations when you're arrested, very stressful. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to remember like what 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 are these golden words that I will say and then being quiet after that point. But if they come to your house, it's very similar. Um, The only difference is like they can't come into your house without a search warrant. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is like the same thing where you just really want to stress that I do not consent to a search and make Mm -hmm. it very clear that they are not you are not inviting them to your house in any way. Because if right. you invite them, you say, oh, come on in, then they can start looking through things.
1: Right. Yeah. And also, if government agents are at your door, like asking questions as a part of an investigation or to gather information about like a specific um, about a specific community or community event, um, you actually don't have to answer. Uh, if they say they have a warrant, you can ask them to like slide it to you and like double check that all the information's correct and make sure it's like to your knowledge, like a legally binding warrant. Um, and if they've already approached you, like if you've opened the door before discovering that they're government agents, um, you don't have to invite them inside. Um, let's see. You can also just like step outside and like close the door behind you. Um, you know, that's also not be like, not above them to like approach you on the street at work or somewhere outside of your home. Um, yeah, it's funny because like the, the PDF that I'm looking at, um, which is from it's going down.org. Um it's talking about like, don't go anywhere with them unless they arrest you um, and make sure that they don't follow you anywhere. Like this is so like, this just reminds me of like the John Mulaney, like comedy skit where he's like, don't let you, don't let anyone take you to like a s- third location. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, you know, the typical like stranger danger thing. It's yeah. like, don't let them take you to like a secondary location. Um, but the same goes for the police. Like you don't have to go anywhere with them um, unless they arrest you and yeah, other stuff. I think very important words I do not consent to a search I'm exercising my right to remain silent and I want to talk to an attorney mm-hmm. um, you know other than remaining silent
2: yeah yeah and of course this applies to university <laughs> admin and oh, core yes. officers yes. They, they do not dress like cops but they are cops everything you say will be used against you in a yeah, court of law
1: absolutely um, and yeah man hate those core officers they're always trying to act all chummy uh, and like chat people up at the tables and stuff and, and hand out free stickers and beer cozies. And then and there's whatever. photos of
2: them in riot gear. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's like, whoa, you were at the uh, bowling with cops event, weren't you? And now yeah. you're like pointing like some kind of and you know, now you're pointing like a bunch of different weapons at me. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, anyways, I think that's a good, um, you know, that's a good place to take a little break. And then we'll come back and chat about security culture and what that means to us in our communities. Thank you. right all right that song we just heard was give me one reason by tracy chapman um and now and before that we gave you multiple reasons to not talk to the police and to stay silent um but yeah what are we gonna talk about now roger
2: we're gonna talk about security culture
1: so exciting so what does that what does that even mean like
2: yeah to start with like just a boring definition sort of it's like a set of customs shared by a community whose members may be targeted by the government in order to minimize risk so essentially what the core of this is um like one of the key golden rules is that people shouldn't be privy to sensitive info that they don't need to know so sort of a need-to-know basis of things Mm. um and this isn't the, the importance of this is like like it was said it was you something you do in your community it's more of it's not oh we're mistrusting we're not going to form any of these connections it's more of here is an etiquette to go about how we interact with our community members Mm -hmm. so that we can keep ourselves safe so that way we can stay potentially unsafe
1: right exactly yeah that makes sense um and yeah this just goes to you know large like plannings of like you know, events, planning of events, planning of protests, all of those kinds of things. Um, forming little committees is also part of that. You can always form little committees and have the have the duties of that committee stay within that smaller group. Um, and yeah, security culture. I guess it's also just um, like yeah. I think I think you said it best. Like just you know, it's based on like it's community to community. And, like, the goal is not to, like, sever ties with your community members, but rather, like, to keep the members in your community safe um, from those who seek to hurt them and harm them, mm-hmm. um, which includes the police and other government entities. So, yeah, I don't know. What would be an example of security culture, you'd say?
2: Um, sort of what I was saying about, like, need to know basis, mm-hmm. like, don't ask, don't tell, like, specifically when it comes to things that may or may not be illegal. Mm. Um So, like, if you don't know something, um, don't be like, hey, does anyone know, like, who, like, I heard some windows got smashed at X place. Does anyone know who did it? Right. Don't be asking those questions because those kind of questions it's those are the questions a police officer would ask
1: right exactly like don't put yourself in the in the position of knowing sometimes yeah. not knowing is a great thing
2: and then on the other side don't tell don't be like
1: oh yeah so and so did that i know they did it and sometimes yeah, like, or
2: like bragging like yeah. oh yeah i hate I so hate... and so so i did blank and blank yeah, it's like exactly. don't say that right
1: exactly you're like incriminating yourself a little bit but yeah um yeah and i think like using i don't know what do you think about using like double encryption like apps and such like you know like i know i know there's always like a risk that comes with that as well like you know if you're using signal or like telegram or any of those things like is telegram even encrypted i don't think it is but just like i guess like signal um and stuff like
2: that yeah so So The main thing about Signal is it's better than any other online communication in the sense of do not message someone over Instagram about sensitive information. Uh, Don't do like just SMS messaging like over your phone text because those they're just going to get picked up
1: right absolutely
2: um the thing with signal if you don't have signal please download it (laughs) that's that's just the main thing it's
1: a double encrypted messaging app where you can message all the besties and not worry as much as if you're just like texting them about um you know legally sensitive things
2: Yeah. And with Signal, like, as I said in the earlier definition, we do these things to minimize risk. Absolutely. With security culture, you're never going to be safe. There's nothing as there's nothing as being safe. You're just minimizing Mm -hmm. risk. Um, And Signal is really good at minimizing risk because your messages are encrypted. You can have disappearing messages. But uh, in the parts where it's not fully safe is Mm -hmm. that you have to use your phone's phone number.
1: Right. Oh, true, so true.
2: your signal messages and there's still metadata for those images, yeah. uh, those messages. So the police can still find this phone number contacted this phone number at this time.
1: Right. But again, minimizes minimizes all of that. And then also that comes with
2: that. if someone's phone gets unlocked, then all the messages are right. there. So still stick to the rule of Right. don't message something Like think that everything you post, well, like in general, a good rule of thumb is imagine what you're writing could be read in a court of law.
1: (laughs) Someone pulling, someone pulling up the old Twitter screenshots. Yeah. That would be funny. I mean, yeah, it's funny. I mean, like you're seeing, you're seeing, we're seeing that in like the YSL trial right now. Like, you know, people bringing like the court bringing up song lyrics that Mm. people have written, you know, to hold against them. But that's just one small example. Not that you should be sending all your song lyrics through Signal, but you know, just an <laughs> example of exactly what Roger said. Um, you know, anything you post online, can and will be used against you in a court of law. Um, so yeah, always really interesting to think about that. But yeah, I think um, definitely like security culture also like um, means like being aware of like what street level surveillance looks like um, and how like um, entities such as like the police and um, like if you're a university student, how like your college administration like surveils you and surveils students. I mean, I know for a fact like UC Davis keeps tabs on students who are involved in like more left-leaning organizations, um, even you know ones that are like, I don't know. I'm I'm not even gonna go into that. But yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so um so yeah, it's uh it's always like again like a risk to be doing anything for like the betterment of your community but there are also ways to like minimize that kind of risk so yeah um yeah just knowing like um i don't know what are some like street level surveillance tactics that we can encounter on a daily basis
2: well there's a lot of things like well like There are some recording like in terms of audio, there's some recording, especially in like some like a lot of rooms. You can expect that they are recorded because, Mm. you know, they're able to like stream for Zoom. So they do have those like someone may not be listening in, but there's the potential for that. Um, So like if you're talking, well, obviously, don't talk about thing like, yeah. Be aware that if you're in a space where there's security cameras in a space with recording audio that things that you mm-hmm. say could end up in a court of law.
1: Right. Yeah. Let's see.
2: Not that any of the listeners of this show would say anything that would end up in a no, court of law. No,
1: never, ever. Never, ever. Same with us. Yeah. Imagine them pulling up the NPR <laughs> recording and I'm like, oh. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Social media monitoring is um, also something. I mean, like, we see like Students for Justice in Palestine, like Instagram pages being like, not only not only like those members like being doxxed um like publicly but also and like you know publicly harassed but also like their accounts being like you know shut down or what is that word shadow banned and stuff like that so social media monitoring um and all of that stuff let's see i'm trying to look um yeah just like community surveillance apps oh my god next door next door the (laughs) worst community surveillance app ever i am like on it for like my hometown like um like los angeles city like neighborhood next door and it's like this person was walking (laughs) their dog at a weird hour and i could not see their face this person asked me to help them change their tire and i slammed my door on them and it's like damn dang okay like that's crazy um but yeah so just really silly things like community surveillance like Surveilling cops is always like, you know, like cop watch things are always good. And like, you know, always like, you know, they're different than like next door. Like surveilling your neighbors in this kind of way is kind of like crazy. And I don't know. It's just like that's like an insane thing to do. Like who has a time? I'll never forget the police being called for us having a couch in our front yard. Oh,
3: that was fun. uh, I think
1: I've told that story before. But yeah, we got that letter from the Davis Police Department. Remove the couch from your front lawn. (laughs) And I'm like why we sit on it (laughs) like anyways it was oh they you know what they cited visual blight and i'm like yeah so i can call i don't know that's crazy yeah it was it was funny though but anyways um yeah so neighborhood surveillance your neighbors can always call the cops on you for having a couch in your front lawn um but yeah also like surveillance cameras and all of that stuff um if you're familiar with going to safeway um, cop cameras have recently been erected in the Safeway uh, parking lots um, in both North and South Davis. Um, they're very hard to miss. They're large, tall, white poles with solar panels on the bottom.
2: And little blue lights. And
1: little blue lights. Um, but yeah, so those are meant to, what, deter shoplifting? Maybe.
2: Maybe carjacking because they seem to be in the parking lots but it's some sort of private security has them up and it's either they're trying to go oh if we have these cameras like because they have blue lights on them that flash maybe it's like oh be aware that you're they're trying to use like the idea of the panopticon to stop people from doing it or they're Mm. trying to just catch people in the act right either way it's bad <laughs>
1: right <laughs> yeah every time a new like large tall camera is erected somewhere i'm just like "Hmm, interesting um but yeah yeah a good uh let's see
2: one more thing about cameras is uh yeah. we've been we're talking spe- we were talking specifically about like you know intentional cameras intentional mm-hmm. surveillance but there's a lot of accidental or like just people not knowing enough mm-hmm if you're ever at a protest do not take a photo do not take video especially do not live stream live streaming is one of the worst to be honest but also like humble yourself do not think that you're gonna be able to like perfectly edit this or Mm -hmm. delete it before the police sees your phone like especially if you have a dslr are you gonna swallow that sd card when the police grab it like exactly don't always assume that every photo that you take the police could end up having it you're putting other people at risk right. and that's one of the most important things about security culture is it's within our community we need right. to keep our community safe it's not just about right. us i
1: don't want anyone looking at my like my photo that i happen to take at a protest and be like oh like there's that person we were looking for that actually organized the whole thing like let's get them like, yeah and whatever you know however that happens but yeah you never want to be used as evidence against anyone else. That's also not the best feeling ever. I also realize I'm not really talking into the microphone. So hopefully I'm not mumbling too much. Um But yeah, let's see. Anything else on st- like, you know, surveillance tactics and stuff like that? Um, I don't know.
2: Your cell phone is a cop. I think we've You're, had yeah, an episode we've had that, about this. That was
1: literally what the episode was called. It was like yeah. your your cop is a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Your cell phone is a cop. One of those things. But um. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think it's really funny, like when people have like those little like slidey things on their laptop camera, because it's like they already know. But also (laughs) like, you know, it's that's that's the start of the conversation, you know, like that's the start of security culture. And like that's how it manifests in like more like public viral ways. Um, But yeah. Uh,
2: Tor is also great if you're ever doing searches. At the very least, use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo isn't perfect, but like if you if you're concerned about your search history, use uh, a VPN.
1: <laughs> so true, yeah. It, I, it won't
2: keep you safe, but it'll. Right. It's another layer. You yeah, want exactly. to be like an onion.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's very hard to get to the center of the onion without crying. Um, but yeah, I actually yeah I need to I need to get a VPN. Um, on my list, on my list um let's see i don't know what else what are we what are we missing what are we what do we just talk about um
2: i silence. guess don't brag don't what, brag but about the combining th- with that <laughs> is uh <laughs> um Uh, because like I've seen this a lot or I actually uh, yeah but like indirect bragging is the worst Mm. and like sometimes I've done this before where it's like you're not directly you're not saying oh I did blah 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 or I really blah 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 but it's like because with bragging you're saying oh I did this but with indirect bragging Indirect bragging. Yeah, you're implying, right? You're trying to use some sort of euphemism, and it's right. like,
1: it's like that's not gonna, that's not gonna do. That
2: much. euphemism is gonna end up in a court of law, <laughs> like, like when, especially like you see this on the internet where people like, because you there's the word fed posting, which for people who don't know is just posting stuff that like could get you know the the federal government's attention but there's like people on social media that were doing fed posts for a while but then they would follow it with but in minecraft and it's like that doesn't keep you safe any whatsoever
1: right absolutely um and yeah just another if you're gonna be if you're attending any um pro-palestine marches or actions in the near future or have in the past um i think these tactics i mean these you know these kinds of events have a particular culture of repression around them um you know they have like a specific like attitude of surveillance you know there's going to be more police around there's going to be um more like plainclothes officers around um trying to get all of the information they can from protesters so be extra dil- diligent always go with the buddy um have like a national lawyer's guilt number on deck in case you need it um and I don't know, I don't know what else. Espe- even on, like, especially on the UC Davis campus, like, um, yeah. Shout out, shouts out to Students for Justice in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Y'all are doing some insane work. <laughs> um, and continue to do so under, like, the craziest circumstances. So if any of you are listening, love you. Um, but yeah, and if you're planning to show support for Palestine in any kind of way, um, keep in mind all of these things that we have said. Um, and remember to keep your community safe in those ways and um, i just
2: remembered one last thing because um, this also sort of gets into consent and the idea of you can always just say no like when you're interacting with your community you got to be careful about like what you're saying and like what like what questions you're asking and be mm-hmm. comfortable with because the reason why it's a security culture is we're building this up so we don't have to say it every time and it just becomes something second nature and what's so important about this is that always feel there should be this culture of you're able to say no to any question right
1: absolutely. if someone
2: asks like oh what were you doing last night and you just say i'm not going to talk about it or if you just don't answer that question there shouldn't Mm -hmm. be a pressure to answer that question
1: right exactly and before we go to a quick music break we'll just go over the know your rights one more time um again the goal is to end the law enforcement interaction as quickly as possible if a cop is speaking to you or trying to speak to you on the street or on campus you can ask am i free to go if they say yes you should leave and if you can um if you can do that safely obviously and if the cop says anything other than yes um including like not a no answer Um, but also not a yes answer. You can ask, am I being detained? So, am I free to go? Next question, am I being detained? Um, And if they say anything other than yes to the question, am I being detained? Um, Then say that you don't wanna talk any further and leave immediately. Um, You have the right to remain silent, as we all know. That's the Miranda right we all know. Um, If a police officer asks you any questions, you can always respond with, I'm going to remain silent and I want to speak to a lawyer. Um, but yeah, especially, you know, this applies, there's like a lot of different like nuances in different states, but like if you're listening and you're in California, which our signal doesn't extend that far past <laughs> California. So you're in California. Um, this applies to you and yeah, if you're, and if you've been arrested, um, uh, let's see, you know, you can always say, uh, reinvoke your rights, um as you as you deem necessary Um, i'm going to remain silent and i want to speak to your lawyer those are your best your best words um but and also never agree to be searched you know definitely i do not consent to this search unless they have a warrant um and again i'm going to remain silent and i want to speak to a lawyer um uh, yeah so i think we're gonna with that you know keep in mind those very important phrases am i free to go am i being detained I'm going to remain silent. I want to speak to a lawyer. Um, And we're going to go to a music break and (laughs) we're going to go to, we're going to go to a music break and then um, return back with our bad cop. Good project segment. No name for people to call small to colonize optimism. No name for inmate registries that they put me in prison. I sold the answers in land. Then some under the thread. I'm riding in cities where niggas scared of the feds. There's a ghost on my bike. City labeled a bullet. He wrote the scriptures for living in all the ways that he couldn't. Gave up the profit for pennies. No taste in mystery put in when labels asked me to sign. So my name don't exist. So many names don't exist. I'm in an away. and the trauma came with the rent. Only worldly possession I have is life Only room that I died in was 25 What's an eye for an eye when niggas won't love you back And medicines over touch No name look like you No name for private corporations to send emails too Cause when we walk into heaven Nobody's name gonna exist the so God was moving for joy. You've heard about the opiate crisis. Opiates are powerful, pain-reducing medications prescribed by doctors, but they can also be very dangerous. In fact, most overdose deaths involve opiates. So what can you do? A lot. Trouble with opiates often start at home with unused medications in your cabinets or drawers. Opiates could be in pill
3: bottles, syrups, or even prescription patches. Whatever they look like, dispose of unused opiate medications safely before they hurt your family. Find out how to remove the risk at FDA.gov slash drug disposal.
4: Doctors Without Borders delivers medical emergency aid to victims of war, armed conflict, natural and man-made disasters, and to others who lack health due to the social or geographical isolation. Doctors Without Borders is a private non-profit organization which needs your help to bring primary health care to remote isolated areas where resources and training are limited. For more information about Doctors Without Borders or to volunteer overseas, Visit the website
2: And the sun isn't just reserved for summer. Even during the winter, it is important to protect yourself from the sun. So before you head to the slopes, the Skin Cancer Foundation wants to remind you to use a broad-spectrum sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Be sure to cover often missed spots such as lips, ears, around the eyes, neck, scalp, and hands. Reapply at least every 90 minutes and more often after sweating or exposure to wind and snow. For more information, visit www.skincancer.org
1: all right the song we heard before the uh, not advertisements the messages was no name by no name yaw and adam ness off the album room 25 um but yeah we're gonna end today's show with a quick bad cop good project segment um you want to talk about our bad cop
2: yeah. Um, the bad cop is... It's a broad category, but... Because um, especially since we were talking about, like, surveillance and harassment and just cops in general... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we talk... I shouldn't say that. We talk about cops every episode. Right. <laughs> um, I forgot where I was for a second. <laughs> um, we're talking about specifically people who harass and surveil, like, have their phones out trying to dox uh, pro-Palestine protesters. Because... Right even though they may not be law enforcement, that is some cop-like behavior.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, shout out to Columbia, shout out to SJP at Columbia. They are reinstated after being banned off of campus. Um, And yeah, also recently got chemical spray, like sprayed on them. I think it's, what is it called, skunk? Yeah, skunk. By uh, reportedly by present or former um, Israeli occupational force members. But is that confirmed?
2: Not, like, broadly confirmed, but from what the uh, Columbia SJP has said.
1: Right. Okay. Trust. Um, And, yeah. We can also, we can go into, like, a whole other episode on, like, the deadly exchange between, like, U.S. police and the the Israeli occupational forces. Um, relevant uh, in Atlanta as well, um, as we talk about and think about uh, Cop City and um, all People's of that. part. And people... Oh, it's all connected connected. oh my god putting on my little tinfoil my tinfoil hat's been on um (laughs) since i was born uh definitely since the beginning of this episode i had to adjust my little antenna but um but yeah so let's see oh and our next show on february 5th we have things planned super exciting who are we gonna have roger
2: uh we're gonna have Orisanmi burden Um, And they're going to be talking about their new book, Tip of the Spear, Black Radicalism, Prison Repression, and the Long Attica Revolt.
1: I am so excited. That sounds really awesome. I'm going to have to study up, and I'm really excited to study up. This is like the best assigned reading ever. Um, But yeah, so if you are interested in um, tuning in, we're going to be here in two weeks on February 5th from 430 to 530 um, with our special guest. And uh to end today um
2: good project with
1: our good project um we're going to uh well just want to acknowledge the worldwide observances of um on the anniversary of the murder of tortuguita um a activist um specific that was you know known for being murdered in the stop cop city movement um you know their life and their death are memorialized and thought about by us and by so many so many people across the world um, we're thinking of also those facing RICO charges um, in the Stoff Cop City movement. So we are going to do a quick moment of silence um, for Tortuguita. Feel free to join in if you'd like. Thank you so much for joining us in a moment of silence for Tortuguita, Rest in Power. Um, your legacy is felt everywhere. Um, and yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, like I said, here on No Police Radio. Um, we're going to end, uh, just, to, just to hammer into y'all's mind on the importance of silence, we're gonna end with a cover of Simon and Garfunkel's Sound of Silence from Disturbed, off of their album, Immortalized. Up next is 20 questions, my favorite. So stick around if you'd like. You're listening to KDVS 90.3 FM. This is The Sound of Silence covered by Disturbed.
3: Softly creeping Left it seems alive